0: Good day, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football Friends Forever. Mad Max here alongside Pistol Pete. First things first, make sure to go follow us on Twitter at Mad Max Give us a follow on Facebook, follow us on Spotify, get notified when our uh, podcasts come up. Um, first things first, roast your boss. Uh, bold take of the weekend for me was Chiefs smack the Chargers. I didn't really pick a score. I said Chiefs by 20, but I just... Bottom line, I thought they were going to win by double digits and handle the Chargers. I thought Patrick Mahomes would throw for four hundred and four. Uh, and yeah, I was wrong about Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs didn't really look sharp. I bottom line, I we did handle the Chargers, but I think I'm wrong. Bottom line, what was yeah. yours again? You thought you thought <laughs> uh, you thought Houston was going to beat Baltimore yep. in Baltimore. Yep. What was the final score of that game, Pete? It
1: was 41-7. I, I turned the channel after, like, the second quarter. It was... Oh, my God. That was ugly. Uh, I didn't know the gap was that big, but... Uh, yeah, there's just not much to say.
0: I, I mean, Baltimore's just... Dude, their corners are studs. Um, from watching it, really, the only person that could make a play on the field was DeAndre Hopkins. And I... Starting out in the first quarter, I thought DeAndre Hopkins would end up with 15 catches in that game. Because he was the only one getting open. And they ended up just really trying to... They put uh, Marlon Humphrey on him. Dude's
1: a stud. That guy's good. He's like a top five corner in the league. And, uh, well, I'm not going to say like, it didn't cost him a game or nothing. But it changed the game. That PI not being called. It was zero. I mean, that's clear, pass, it's clear pass interference. It was bad. He would have been on the one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What that ref's looking at? He's right there. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins got mugged. What's What's worse is the, what's the pass interference review for? Like, yeah, they challenge it. Everyone and their mother knows it's
0: that KPI. was blatant. That wasn't like, oh, it's close judgment call. Like that was blatant.
1: Yeah, and I think Marlon Humphrey was surprised when the flag called. Yeah. like it's just that rule is just egregious. I don't know. Like, what the NFL... It just makes the NFL look bad. Like, don't even have the option anymore to challenge it.
0: Yeah. If you're just not
1: going to turn anything over.
0: Yeah, I think it's just a slippery slope, and that's why I was never on board for challenging pass interference because it's a judgment call. And I think the refs are kind of boycotting the rule. Like, the refs are like, yeah, we'll review it. We'll look at it. But we're not overturning it. There's... What, maybe been three overturned pass interference calls yeah. all season? <laughs> it like the success rate isn't very high and the ones that have been overturned, it's just like why didn't they overturn the DeAndre one? Bottom line, bad rule. It it definitely changed the momentum of that game though.
1: Yeah, I and mean, they 0 was And they could have been up seven zero three zero minimum, like yeah. with the one. And it was just downhill from there. I know there's a lot of game left and I'm not taking any credit away from Baltimore because Watson just—I mean—he was getting sacked like six times. He was holding the ball so long. Well, he no one can get
0: open. Those corners are locked down, and so I just really—DeAndre Hopkins is their only weapon that could get open.
1: Yeah, and, and once
0: they—they they put Humphrey on him, and I don't know—they just really focused on stopping Hopkins at yeah, that I mean, point. You once he start started killing him,
1: Kenny Stills, no. Well, I mean, Hopkins had like five catches in the first quarter. Like he did, but they were a lot of underneath routes. Like, well, they were yeah. they were not getting beat deep. Like, no,
0: but then I I think that needed to continue to be the game plan was to throw underneath the hop. Like I thought Hopkins should have had fifteen grabs. Like you need to target Hopkins twenty times in that game because he's literally with the cornerback matchups. You think Kenny Stills is getting open on Jimmy Smith? No. Like Marcus
1: Peters too. Like and then the back end you have Earl Thomas, like that secondary is nasty.
0: That is a nasty secondary. And they've got a decent front seven. They were getting good pressure on Watson. Ravens look good. They were definitely a team that impressed me this weekend. Um we'll we'll get to our top 5 NFL teams coming up, but uh we'll do a little Chiefs recap Monday night in Mexico.
1: Yeah. That uh,
0: field was atrocious first.
1: The field's terrible. There's just chunks of grass getting, like... Dude, Byron
0: little literally, literally was trying to change directions and couldn't even get a footing.
1: He can't. I mean, it's a great, like... I mean, 70-something thousand people in that stadium. It's great. I get why they go there. Just because it's a big money grab. But, yeah, the field's bad. The, the game wasn't bad. I mean, you... I'm not, like, it's a good win for the Chiefs. I, I think Philip Rivers lost the game, honestly, more than the Chiefs won the game. I think the Chiefs were keeping him in the game at the end. Well, I think the Chargers were down by seven. then Philip Rivers had three chances to tie the game.
0: I, I really think the, the Chargers messed up. It was a gritty win for the Chiefs, first off. But the Chargers missed a lot of opportunities. They kicked three field goals, and that just missed opportunities. I don't know why they didn't run the ball in the red zone. Like they were, they threw it almost every time when they were down within the ten. And it's just, I don't know. You got a back like Melvin Gordon, you got a back like Austin Eckler.
1: Melvin Gordon was eating too. Like Dude, when he, he got he was the ball, clipping
0: them <laughs> off in the first half. Like I don't know. Like the Chargers' game plan once they got behind. When we held them to the first two field goals, like we came out of the gate slow. And they settled for that first field goal and it just kinda felt like a win. And then we held them to another field goal and it felt like a win, you know, like we easily could have got far behind and been just playing catch up, you know what I mean? And they could have just ran the rock, controlled the clock, kinda like just the formula to beat the Chiefs. And when you're settling for field goals and you got Patrick Mahomes, we're getting touchdowns. Like we ended up scoring three touchdowns, kicked a field goal, like the the difference is they were taking field goals and we were taking touchdowns.
1: Yeah, and they sh- they should have been winning. The Chiefs had like sixty something yards of offense the first half. Yeah, like the Tyreek Hill injury is big. That I mean, I think it could have been was a blowout he- if he would have been in the game. Did he not play the rest of the game? No, really? Yeah, came out with that hammy. He was gone. Interesting. Killed a ton of fantasy teams. Zero points.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is tough. I I thought for some reason he came back in the game. Like I was I was watching the game at a bar, so I <laughs> like you know I okay. had some drinks, but.
1: No, either way. But uh, I saw
0: him leave the field. I thought it was a cramp because of the altitude. Like I saw them working on it, and I thought maybe it was just a cramp. The way they were treating him, because a lot of times they wouldn't like they were like rubbing him like down on the sideline. Like it seemed like a cramp, but I I didn't recall whether or not. Like we ended up changing bars at halftime, and
1: they called it a hamstring injury.
0: Interesting. All right, well. Um, we'll see. It's just Yeah, that is a big injury. Because hammies are tough to deal with, honestly. Um the offense offense sputtered a lot. Mahomes Mahomes looks healthy. That's a good thing, I thought, from the game. Uh he had five scrambles for fifty-nine yards. Like, Your
1: leading rusher. Yeah. Which is not gonna I mean, that's just not promising going forward. Yeah. He I did mean, what he had to do.
0: Daryl Williams led us in carries, like eleven carries for like Thirty
1: yards. <laughs> yeah, Damian got hurt. He had a rib injury. He didn't come back. And uh, but like I said, just Philip. You have three hundred and fifty-three yards. Even that last drive. Why are you throwing up a jump ball to five foot eight Austin Eckler? Like that ball is, just has no chance. Yeah. You have you have Mike Williams. Like, Mike Williams
0: is a stud. Don't
1: use him in the red zone ever. Guy has two catches all game, and one was just that hail mary at the end. of the game. There was one he there. dropped.
0: That was. Dude, when he snatches, like I just love how he catches that ball. Like he high po- high points the ball very well. I I like Mike Williams a lot. I think he should be targeted more in that offense.
1: I love Mike Williams. I I just wish he would play somewhere else because he doesn't get the targets. It's yeah. just Keenan Allen and Eckler and Gordon Henry a bit, but they, they don't use Mike Williams. They just don't. The guy could be. The best red a zone target in the league. Yeah, he, could he could be a star. Tra- He's a number one. If he
0: stays healthy. Like,
1: if he stays healthy, that guy could be a number one in a lot of teams.
0: Oh, yeah. I agree 100%. I thought... I, I was just baffled how the the Chargers just abandoned the run game in the second half. <laughs> like, Melvin Gordon was just tearing us up in the first half. And then they come out and, like, we scored and just really kind of put the pressure on. You know what I mean? And they just literally... Once they got down 17-9, to 9, they did not run the ball. Yeah. like what are you doing and it's still like a I don't know that, that like, baffled me and I I lost a fantasy matchup because of it I lost by four I had Melvin Gordon like and I I couldn't believe it he he had two key drops too that killed me but I thought some standouts from the game that are very promising for the chiefs Frank Clark. Made some plays, man. You love you gotta love seeing that as a Chiefs fan. He looked
1: like a stud. He was abusing that rookie left tackle over there. I mean, he was just he looked like a guy that what the Chiefs paid for. And it's about time. Like if if he does that going forward, that's a big boost. That's a big boost.
0: And then Tyron Matthew making plays, being the honey badger, like he he should have had a second pick, (laughs) but Bottom line, that, that one pick he got was a big-time interception.
1: I love Tyron Matthew. I've loved him in LSU. I've loved him his whole career. I think they got a great deal with him, too. Yeah, uh, so. He's a stud, and I like – I mean, it's a big win. Like, the Chiefs had to win. It was almost a must win. Like, it was. So, that's good. It was an ugly, gritty win. Like, Mahomes didn't have a great game, either. Like, passing, had like 180-something yards. But he did what he had to do to win.
0: I think – uh the Chiefs' pass defense is better than I think people give them credit for. I think our rush defense is terrible.
1: Rush defense is bad. I just think pass defense, Sorensen's not good. I'm sorry. I know he made that pick, but, I mean, he's just not. Like, Mike Williams, I don't want that guy on any receiver. coverage. Yeah. Like, he's just going to get targeted.
0: Yeah, Sorensen's fine <laughs> for filling in, but he's not a, a starter, I, I wouldn't say. Um but yeah, big big Chiefs win. Move to seven and four. Bye week coming up. Got the Raiders after that. I mean, I th- Andy Reid out of the bye is just nasty. Like so, I think we're staring at eight and four.
1: He is money. controlling
0: the division at that point.
1: Yeah, you beat the Raiders. I think that might be a wrap for the division. he will be two games up. Yeah, like, I like the. I like where the Chiefs are at.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I think we're out of by like a playoff by consideration which sucks, you know, but, hey, we're, we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to be an 11-win team, probably, 12-win team, somewhere around there, probably 11.
1: Yeah, and Chiefs will be a tough out. I mean, anytime you got Patrick Mahomes, it's going to yep. be a tough out.
0: Just won't have those home games, which will suck, but uh, definitely, definitely a big win for the Chiefs going forward. Um, top five NFL teams. I mean, Chiefs now sneak in for my top five. Uh, I got them at number five. Number one. <laughs> oh man,
1: <laughs> the New England Patriots. Let me tell you guys. I got the Baltimore Ravens, man. What? <laughs> I'm oh, on board. Oh, you're on board. I'm on board. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I'm on board. They. You go and smack the Houston Texans like that, like embarrass them, forty-one to seven. I'm just, I'm in on that secondary. I think that defense is is nice. Offense electric, like, they, I'm I'm buying it. Like the Patriots, just they showed me this weekend. They won, but dude, you can't even
1: score on the Eagles. Are you serious? Tom Brady was mad in that press conference after the game. He knows that offense isn't going to get it done, dude. That I mean, you're they're not. not. That's
0: you got to score more than seventeen points on the Eagles. That that secondary is terrible.
1: Yeah, it's not a good defense but, and. Like they couldn't move the ball. Like the Patriots just can't run the ball, and they have no deep vertical threat. Uh, I have Baltimore number one. I had them one last week. Uh, Baltimore's got the three best ones in the NFL. They beat the Patriots, Seattle, in Seattle, and now the Texans. I mean, I you yeah. can't show me three better ones than that.
0: Yeah, the resume is, <laughs> the resume is undeniable. Um, yeah, I'm on board with you on Baltimore. I'm a week behind, but man. They just look dynamic, they look good. Uh, it was it was close between them and my number two team, which is New Orleans. I got oh. New Orleans at number two. Okay. And I just I just like Drew Brees is on a mission this year. And that offense is clicking. Kamara looks healthy. Michael Thomas is just on a historic pace, like you like we were talking before the show. I like the defense there. I think bottom line, like both of these teams have good defenses with really good offenses.
1: No, I agree with that. Who's I, your number two? I have your boys at two. I still have the Patriots,
0: too. Do you have Patriots, too? I got I like Patriots the, three.
1: I like the Saints. I have them at four. I got the Niners three, hmm. even though they did struggle. Yeah. But I've still... I don't know. I'm just... I guess I'm looking ahead a little bit. I think they're going to do well against the Packers. I'm just not... I think that matchup on Monday is going to go a long way. But I got the Saints at four, uh, I have loved the Saints all year. I honestly just low-key hope they make the Super Bowl if the Packers don't. I love Breeze. I think it would be a good swan song if he got it and retired. Retired, yeah. That team, I mean, I don't know how many teams can come off, come back like they've done the last two postseasons. That Hail Mary in Minnesota they lose yeah. on, and that egregious call last year, that crushed most teams.
0: Yeah, they would <laughs> not even make the playoffs, you know. You yeah. see it all the time. Like yeah, the Falcons – crumbled after (laughs) they melted down in the Super Bowl like the team granted they lost Kyle Shanahan the offensive coordinator which Kyle Shanahan is yeah like that's a big loss for that team honestly um I've got New England three but they're they gotta show me something on offense like the defense is gonna get you so far but Baltimore's got a good defense themselves and so that's kind of like the matchup I'm looking at as far as that like I don't know in Kansas City like with a good secondary, I don't know. The Patriots that probably will run the rock down the Chiefs' throat. Like, that is the one thing is like, if the Patriots get down eight, they're still gonna run the ball. They're I mean, not gonna care that they're down by eight. You know
1: what I mean? The sad thing is, like, Kansas City's running, like, if it was just average, you'd be okay, because Sonny Michelle, he's just not, like, you should not run the rock down your throat. I'm sorry. They can't run on anybody.
0: Well, their offensive line's banged up too. Like banged up. That's the one problem. That's why they're dropping for me. Brady has no time in the pocket. He doesn't have receivers that can get like open quick, except for Edelman. Like, I don't know. I've got Green Bay at four, and then Kansas City at five.
1: Yeah, I've got a. Uh, I've got Green Bay just outside my. T- I got Seattle at five still. I still like. I like Seattle. Seattle. Uh, uh, Green Bay Seattle is just like it's close for me. It is. It's a, both teams uh weren't they on buys? yeah they were both on buys.
0: I think we got like six, seven seven legitimate contenders.
1: I think a I team say. trending up too is uh they started bad, but the Vikings. You gotta watch out for that team.
0: <sighs> I just I'm not in on Kirk Cousins, like that's the problem.
1: Yeah, I, I hate him in big games, but that roster is so good. Yeah, like the defense is good, the weapons are good. They almost lost
0: to the Broncos, though.
1: I know you can't be down twenty to nothing at halftime. But that's a
0: gritty win by them.
1: It, it is gritty. You just you should just never be in that position. But I mean, our top five is not too different. I just don't. I just can't put the Chiefs in there right now. Fair
0: enough. Like bye week is not going to change much for me, so that'll be interesting next week. But I don't know. They go get. They go smack the Raiders. I don't know the Chiefs with Mahomes healthy. Like Mahomes looks healthy and that's what's promising and I don't think the Chiefs are showing a lot schematically on offense. I think they're running very vanilla. I don't think they want to show their hand to the AFC. You know what I mean? I think Andy Reid's playing chess right now.
1: That's fine. Uh it, he might be. I just think there's three. I just think the NFC is just so loaded. Uh the NFC is loaded. I got I'm a homer though, so I got to No, I get it so and I know it. like you said like a week or two ago There was a point I wanted to bring up. You said, well, yeah, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. You can beat anybody. Trust me, I've lived that. I'm a Packers fan. We had the best quarterback in the league for a long time. Made it to two NFC title games. Won a Super Bowl. Won in 2010 when he was young. But after that, I mean, he was like MVP twice after that. I'll still never forget they didn't recover that onside kick at Seattle. Like, he... The point is that defense in Green Bay was bad, just like the Chiefs is bad.
0: Hey, our defense isn't as bad as the Green Bay defense is.
1: I don't. I don't think. I think the run defense is atrocious.
0: The nice. run defense is atrocious. I think it's
1: really bad. But
0: that's fair enough. Like I, I'm not disagreeing on that. But I think the good thing is, is that if the Chiefs get out ahead, and that's the key, is like a fast start for the Chiefs. I think if they get out ahead, and you have to pass against the Chiefs, like I actually think our pass defense is pretty good, whereas. If we get behind, like, and you're running the rock, controlling the clock, I think that's where the Chiefs are really going to struggle. I think you got to get out to fast starts.
1: That defense has to play with a lead. Yeah. That defense isn't going to. It just. Yeah, it's just going to get ran down. I mean, people are just going to run all over it, and I hate. If I was a Chiefs fan, I would be praying you play the Patriots, honestly. I don't want to see Baltimore. In Baltimore, I think they're just going to.
0: I think they're gonna run all over you. Yeah, I, think it'll be, <laughs> I think it'll be a tough. It'll be a good matchup either way. Um, anyways, on to a couple teams that impressed us this weekend outside of our teams that we've talked about. Obviously, I think the Saints impressed on the road against Tampa Bay. Um, that was a big win for them. They really just handled the Bucks. They played. They held the Bucks to 17 points. That defense is just legit. I think. And then uh, Baltimore obviously impressed me. Outside of that. Arizona impressed me.
1: I have them I'm here too. They were up early. Kyler Murray looked dynamic too. That run he had. Uh, they just couldn't close the game. But no one's expecting them to win. You yeah. know, that game.
0: You got to close that out though. But you do I think if you're an Arizona fan, you got to be like the future's bright in Arizona. The one thing is they they wasted some draft picks on wide receivers like. You drafted three wide receivers in last year's draft, and your offensive line sucks. Like, that's the problem. Like, why are you not drafting O-linemen, trying to build that?
1: Yeah, their line's been terrible forever, and those receivers they drafted, what are they doing?
0: Are they even, like... Keem Butler's been hurt. Uh, (laughs) Keyshawn Johnson and Andy Isabella. Andy Isabella finally seeing the field, but Keyshawn Johnson, good route runner, but he's just... I just don't know why you would draft that many... You have Christian Kirk, you have Larry Fitzgerald... Like, draft a wide receiver, I I like that, but don't draft three. Yeah, Why are you drafting three of them? That's true. And Their a line is just terrible.
1: A tight end would help, too. My God, yeah. nobody. Well, I think <laughs> Kingsbury
0: like... didn't believe in the tight end, but now they've been running some two tight end sets. I think he's, he's finally buying in. Like, he's figuring out schemes that work in the NFL, which is, like, Kingsbury has a creative offensive mind and that's why he got an NFL job like people are just like how did he get an NFL job like he couldn't yeah. even succeed in college and it was just like at the end of the day like the NFL is moving in like creative offense and younger and that's, coaches yeah and so that's why Kingsbury got a gig and dude Kyler Murray's killing it for being a rookie with no O line
1: no he's doing great uh I like that I like the way the team's trending I hope they get him geez, just a competent tackle and a tight end. I just think a tight end would help that oh, young yeah. quarterback so much. Like, And Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald, I mean, those guys aren't world beaters. This isn't Larry Fitzgerald from 10 years ago, you know?
0: I'd be willing to bet money they either go sign one or <laughs> draft one this upcoming year. I guarantee it. Just go get like, They will go get a tight end. Go down.
1: get Mike Williams from San Diego, please. Dude, <laughs> that would be
0: nasty. I've been
1: wanting that for a while. Like, you,
0: get, you give Kyler Murray a guy like Mike Williams that can go up and catch a ball like that, like, <laughs> dude, Kyler can throw it downfield. Like, yeah, he's got
1: a cannon. Um, uh, who's
0: another team that impressed you, you think?
1: A team that's impressed me the last two weeks. I mean, they're done, but... The Falcons.
0: That was my other one. I had two teams that impressed me this weekend. It was Arizona
1: and the Falcons. Two division wins on the road, and they're man, they're showing they want to play for Dan Quinn. Like that's what I get out of it. Yeah, because a lot of teams could have just packed it in. I mean, they smoked those teams. They was not even close. They made Kyle Allen look atrocious. Like
0: they're playing for Dan Quinn's job. You know what I mean? Like I think I think Dan Quinn's a good head coach, and so. I don't think he deserves to be fired, and I think the team is behind Dan Quinn, and they know they've been playing like trash, you know, and they've come out and they've played with their hair on fire, you know what I mean? Like, that defense is flying around, making plays, sacking the quarterback. It's not that plus matchup anymore for fantasy. Like, you look at Atlanta and it's not like, oh, they're playing Atlanta, they're going to, like plug those guys in, like, Atlanta's a tough matchup going forward, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that's his calling card defense. Dan Quinn, people were wondering, like, what happened this year earlier. Defense is getting torched, but they're playing hard. Matt Ryan's looked good. Of course, he's looked good all year. I, it's not his fault, honestly. Uh, and uh, the other team, I had one more team on here. I know they played the Dolphins with the Bills. I liked what the Bills did. They just... They crushed them. Like that game was over quick. Yeah, and uh Bills are solid. I
0: like Josh Allen made some impressive throws in that game. He
1: did. Him and John Brown were crushing.
0: Dude, John Brown's <laughs> nice. He and is. Hopefully, you guys put him in your DFS lineups because that was one of my smash plays. Like John Brown is nasty.
1: Guy's underrated. Um, but yeah, I think I think those are a good amount of teams impressed.
0: Yeah. Um. On to our final segment we're no longer doing our uh buy low sell high with the trade deadline pretty much passed in most leagues uh so this kind of segment is going to be just kind of an open hot stove topics um this week we're going to be talking mvp races we're going to be talking fantasy mvps and nfl mvps to lead off we'll talk the nfl mvp race i think uh we're both in agreement of it's between Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. I think they're heading above everybody else. I think, I think Christian McCaffrey gets a notable. He's having a great year, but he's not going to win it. And no. then your boy. You think Michael Thomas I think deserves some consideration as well, kind of like that?
1: Yeah, just consideration. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to win Offensive Player of the Year. Like yeah. that's the award they're going to give him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I me. Mean, you have Russell Wilson and I have Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah, I got Russell Wilson as my leader. Sixty-eight point five percent completion percentage, three thousand total yards between passing and rushing, twenty-six total touchdowns, two interceptions.
1: No, it's hard to argue. I think they're like one A, one B. It's close. The only thing I, the only thing I like about Lamar Jackson, I didn't like. He's tenth in the league in rushing, That's which nasty. is insane. Yeah. And then. The MVP voters, Lamar Jackson has that wow factor. He's just got that thing that nobody else can do. Like, he's just so dynamic.
0: He is dynamic, and, like, I'd feel you out on that. I think bottom line, like, they're very similar stats. Lamar Jackson's slightly less completion percentage at 66.3%. He's also got 3,000 total yards, 788 of it on the ground versus Russell Wilson's 256 and then he's got 25 total touchdowns versus five interceptions. So I just feel like Russell Wilson's touchdown to interception ratio, his efficiency as far as passing the ball, his total yards is there. And he's just got that. You say Lamar Jackson has that wow factor. I think Russell Wilson's got that like game on the line. I'm winning that thing for you factor. Like
1: No, he does. If there is, honestly, Russell Wilson might be my number one guy if I need someone to win me a game, like, yeah. two-minute drill. Like, the guy just gets it done. Uh, I like – I mean, I like both. Like, I just think, like, the tiebreaker, if it's close, they're just going to see Lamar Jackson beat Russell Wilson in Seattle. I think that's another thing that the voters yeah, are going to see. Yeah,
0: that could play a part.
1: That's a good argument for him. That is. Um, yeah. Russell Wilson does have that wow factor, but it's just – Lamar Jackson, like, before this season started, people were like, I don't know if this guy can throw the ball. I don't know if he's gonna complete fifty percent of his passes. No,
0: sixty-six percent is
1: pretty,
0: pretty good. Big improvement.
1: Like it's a big improvement and the guy just the threat of his running is just unreal.
0: Cause that guy was throwing like I I should look it up, but I'm I'm guessing he threw about fifty five percent last year.
1: Um Probably, but he's just taking a big step. He's actually like reading defenses, going through progressions. And he throws a good ball. Like Lamar Jackson's balls are nice. Um, no, he's a
0: nice player. And he kind of segues into our fantasy MVPs. Um, I mean, I've got for quarterback Lamar Jackson Russell Wilson. I mean, those are your fantasy MVPs. Those are kind of late-rounder picks that are just crushing right now.
1: Yeah, that, there's really not much more to say. That's who I've got. I've got them too. They're head, head and shoulders above I think everyone. quarterback
0: and running back is kind of a slam dunk. Um, <laughs> running back, you just know.
1: McCaffrey. And the thing about McCaffrey is, though, he's just so far above those guys I went top four. Like above Kamara, Zeke, and Barkley. And he's just not even close this year. So the gap's just huge.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. Like, oh, yeah,
1: Dalvin Cook's a big one. And my boy's still Austin Eckler. <laughs> like, he's still crushing. It took him late... And the guy's just, he's going to finish top 10.
0: Uh, Lamar Jackson, 58% completion percentage. So you're looking at an 8% increase. That's good. last year. That's, that's nice. That's, yeah,
1: that's significant.
0: Um, some other, so at wide receiver, I think this is where there's some good candidates. I, I like Amari Cooper a lot. I thought he was very undervalued. I think he got a lot of hype, but I don't think a lot like he was going kind of, That fourth round range, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and you're you you pretty much got to pair him up with another like, there's probably teams out there that have like Michael Thomas and Amari Cooper, like, that's crushing, yeah. You know, speaking of Michael Thomas, he's 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 in consideration, he he was drafted highly, but he, he is still paying off,
1: he was. But I think like people were deciding like Julio or Michael Thomas, like, I know a lot of people that took Julio. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Michael Hopkins, Hopkins. Devonte Adams. Yep. Uh, so Thomas, and then Tyler Lockett, my boy. Yeah, that he's guy. It. I drafted him like wide receiver two. That dude's been wide receiver one.
0: Yeah. Like, no, you know. he was. Uh, the people I kind of follow on like fantasy wise, they were screaming like. The guys that are getting drafted like in that 20s range, because that's where Tyler Lockett was going. He was going as like wide receiver 20. You know what I mean? Yeah, way. Well. And they were like, he's the guy that is going next year, is going to be in that wide receiver one that was drafted as a wide receiver two. And it's been spot on.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he's crushing it for me in that league we're in. And uh, a guy that wasn't drafted that I loved, DJ Chark. Guys
0: just crush. He's wide receiver five right now. Yeah, his he he's, <laughs> he's boomer bust. That's the one thing I have him written down just because of the he was a pickup, so he's yeah. literally free. So if you're plugging Chark into your like, if you were if you had Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper, and then you picked up Chark, and you're trotting out all three of those guys, like probably won in your league, honestly. Um He's been killing it. Like he he has monster games. Yeah, last week. Yeah, but he's well, had some duds, like quite a few of them too. So that's the one thing. Like he's not as consistent as Michael Thomas and Murray Cooper and Tyler Lockett week in week out. But for the price you paid for Shark, I think he's in that fantasy MVP discussion for yeah. sure. Um, at tight end. Darren Waller. That's who
1: I've got. Darren like, Waller. Slam down. The dude
0: just been so consistent. He kinda he's struggled the last few weeks. He had a decent week this week. Um, but he was just a, like you didn't have to draft yeah, Darren he Waller. Was a pickup. He was a pickup and he's just been a top five tight end all year. <laughs> Crushing, yeah. I've he got stayed healthy too. too. And that was the one concern I think with Darren Waller was staying healthy.
1: He just gets so many looks. Like Car mm-hmm. just throws it to Waller. Uh yeah. Uh, I didn't have my other pick. I had Patriots D. Yep, I had him <laughs> written down. D. I picked him up. <laughs>
0: Fantasy MVP. Like I have
1: them in two leagues, and like you said earlier, like you probably have a winning record in those leagues, and I do. Like the Patriots yeah, is just
0: averaging twenty points a week. You know, like if you're going up a guy streaming a defense getting seven points, and you're trotting out <laughs> Patriots defense for twenty, that's a tough hill to climb just on defense. Right?
1: Yeah, like you're way behind there, and. I mean, I played him this week. Yeah, I played the Eagles. Like, they still gave me double digits. Gave up 10 points, like.
0: I think at the end of the day, the winner of the fantasy MVP race is going to be a guy that, like, carries you to a championship. Um, so if you had to pick one guy, who, who do you think is going to be the fantasy MVP? Christian McCaffrey. I
1: almost think it's a slam dunk. I mean, the guy had 30 points last week. His team scored three. Yeah. It's just insane. His... F-
0: yeah, his his floor is just twenty points. It's
1: twenty points. He had ten catches for like a hundred something yards last week. It's like unbelievable.
0: I I think it, it's going to have to be Christian McCaffrey. It I think it depends on your scoring format. I think Lamar Jackson in the four points per passing touchdown league could end up being your fantasy MVP just because he's just on fire right now. The guys the guys dropping thirty plus points yeah. every week. So, but if I were to pick, I think. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey. He's got a pretty outside of New Orleans coming up. Like, his schedule is really nice going forward, so. Yeah. I've got to agree, agree. unfortunately. Like, I wish we could disagree, but he's a beast. Um, That should wrap up this week's episode, though, guys. Appreciate you listening. Uh, Make sure to go support the content. Give us likes. Follow us. Till next time. Peace.